Hi, I'm Safal. Hi, I'm Shivan. And you're listening to Nothing's the Same. same. Hello everyone welcome back to our podcast today we have a guest with us um, who is also an entrepreneur and um, he's going to introduce himself so uh, mr ketan shah could you please introduce yourself oh i did not hear you properly what exactly did you say um i just wanted to introduce yourself for our audience oh okay hi folks this is ketan here i'm running a corporate show a business individual business and uh, the name of the business is al technologies i've been into this uh, probably now 20 years approximately 2020 plus and i'm here to give them the interview and just let's see how it goes about um so thanks once again for agreeing to be a part of our podcast so the first question we would like to ask you is How did you come up with the idea for this business? Is that something that specifically inspired you to do so? Or yeah, basically, I'll tell you what happened. I was in NYU for five years. Uh, I studied in NYU and I was at New York for five years. And uh, but I did not like the lifestyle there. Basically, uh, so I was in any ways planning to return here. I started something, something on my own over here. and from there i took a deviation and i jumped into it sector and uh, from that place i mean technology was booming way back in 1995 uh, specifically uh, computers and uh, electronics it related electronics they were booming so i jumped into that and probably i had studied uh, my subjects were relevant to this industry okay. and uh, eventually i was a system analyst i was not a supplier i mean i did not do mba or anything as such mm-hmm. but uh, with experience and with a uh, niche time of that industry i picked up and uh, i supported and i did uh, it in full fledged for up till 2002 2003 then there's a deviation where i entered because as and when i went through i worked with corporates on all their requirements started coming in and these corporates usually like one stop solution you do not want like you know 15 vendors 20 vendors if they get one vendor doing everything they would prefer that more because uh, responsibility uh, delivery uh, quality goodwill everything Uh, becomes limited to them, and it comes in one single package. Hmm. Basis of that, uh, I got this idea. I should start uh, uh, corporate solutions. Okay. And around two thousand two, two thousand three, I started with corporate solutions, and my vertical and platforms are uh, various multinationals. Vertical, you can say I'm into oil and gas. Also, I'm into. Pharma also, I'm mean into retail also, and okay. FMCG. So yeah. you've like clearly expanded your business a lot, and you've been working for I guess like so many years. You have a lot of experience in this field. So knowing whatever you know now, is there something you would have done differently, like in the beginning, or like 
one thing that you might change? Too early to predict right now because our market is something like a tailor-made market. This market is what I'm doing is a customized thing. See, I know except for FNB, except for FNB, I mostly cater to all the products. Maybe uh, automotive, maybe uh, electronic, maybe consumer good, white good, maybe a T-shirt, everything. So basically. The most different thing that I'm doing right now is there are very limited companies like us who are catering into various verticals, various platforms with various clients and uh, giving them various products. Basically, we are doing is we are giving a one-stop solution wherein the customer is uh, amicably met his requirement. He is satisfied. And uh, the relationship and the goodwill has bonded over the period. So what happens, the customer is not likely to have a concern, okay, this product will come, not come. This is how reaches across India. There is pan-India level is there. Uh, suppose if it's an automotive thing, the projects are like, you know, spread over six months. Because if I'm saying okay, I'm going to distribute 400 cars or maybe 300 cars, this will not happen in one month's time because each one is given uh, the car to his hometown or probably his uh, stay of residence. So these projects, projects such work on around six months, one project. So they need a vendor who can satisfy their needs, who can justify uh, their employees or maybe vendors or maybe uh, distributors to whom they are uh, giving this incentive or product promotion, blah, blah, blah. So this is a very different thing. So I cannot comment that, you know, uh, how different it can be. I mean, these type of uh, businesses are limited. People with uh, very few um, grounds are doing this. Right. All, all are not jumping into the same. Okay, so uh, for... I'll be asking a very broad question for your next thing. So, how would you like define success in general? I, in my last question, I answered something. Success is not something which you need to run around. Or success is not something that you've achieved this, that is your success. The first success is, there are two things. One is from my side and one is from the customer point of view. When a customer is satisfied and he's happy with you, you've created a good, goodwill and that is your success. And from our side, it should be job satisfaction. Whatever I'm doing, I should be satisfied. I should be inclined to do it. And I should rather, you know, look forward for more challenges. That is what I define success. Okay. Because... If you have goodwill, if your client is satisfied, new set of customers are going to come to you because it goes word of mouth. Yeah. In every corporate, there is one person who is going to jump to another, another yeah. company or maybe another place. So he's going to carry you. You're ultimately expanding. So this is the way I account success. Okay. Um. So I think you spoke about like job satisfaction and the criteria for like success. 
so during the pandemic i'm pretty sure like you all had to work in an online environment so were there any like problems you faced in terms of that satisfaction or like even were there any restrictions imposed to your business that like <clears throat> During pandemic, for the first two months, probably you can say we just holidayed. Okay. There was no work, absolutely zero. Because I, if I presume worldwide, even except for R and D companies, even they were limited to their uh, labs only. Okay. Manufacturing and everything was also stopped. Only vaccines were getting manufactured. So yes, it did affect. Um, there was no choice i mean you cannot say that there is a job satisfaction anything but we had to do is all we could think is it's a vacation time yeah. the only positive feedback what we uh, looked upon is that we gave a full fledged family time which we usually could not manage to or you restricted over the weekends or maybe uh, maybe once a month or something like that but that these two months were spread with the family time so it's it's kind of if you take it positively that you got fresh to work again okay so um the next question i feel like so now the pandemic is like almost over right no, so no i mean according to me pandemic is not yet over okay but like i'm pretty sure like the, the different the beginning of the phase of the pandemic and now like there might be some significant differences in our business so are there or is it the same according to you cyclically saying yes we uh, after the first pandemic uh, eased probably for the first 2 3 4 months was little difficult businesses had thrashed to negligible you can say <laughs> suppose if i put in on a percentage mark uh, from 100 percentage it dropped down to 10 to 15% eventually it picked up but today also uh i can say my business is doing good but uh, if i go to see overall the cycle has got affected and because of that effect we all are facing the heat for example uh, if a raw material manufacturer is affected and he is not supplying raw material to a manufacturing company and the manufacturing company is not processing or unable to produce the material because of unavailability of raw material so he is stuck if once the manufacturer gets stuck that means print process um packaging industry blah 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 all relevant industries will get affected because if product is not produced these they will not further enhance orders or they will not give orders to the relevant teams and in that cycle ultimately when the finished product comes where we come into the picture so there is no distribution no further uh, indenting so it effect so it's a cyclic effect if somebody says that they are not affected at all then it's the only service industry wherein uh they have to give purely service that to also like uh, a product service i'm not saying um uh, service service but a product service maybe warranties or um, handling of uh, repairs and services or blah 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 that is the industry only which is really not affected 
they were affected for a while when they were not allowed to travel but uh, sooner it resumed they were in force but other than that all industries have got affected some way or the other okay so um another question of mine is will are there any ways that you would like to expand your business like new ways some new ventures that you would like to take upon or like as of now you think it's stable good enough as far as my current business is concerned uh, i'm not looking to really expand much okay because uh, my belief is that uh, a bird in the hand is better than two on the tree the reason is simple uh, catering to a corporate as i told you earlier you need to create a goodwill to sustain and to get good business and uh, catering to them giving them better solutions uh, and looking for more options and more uh, productivity with them is far better than uh, developing a new client or expanding the reason is simple i'm already doing into various platforms and various products so for me at this given point of time i don't see any expandability right now but yes if you're asking for deviation we are looking ahead uh, for another vertical altogether another business setup but uh, that will take some time the situation currently is not uh, good enough to invest or to go ahead with the venture um so i think like we'll go ahead with the last question which is are there any tips or any advice that you would like give to any um person who is basically trying to enter into this market yeah. like any different like become an entrepreneur in future generally the person who is planning to enter into the kind of business setup that we have done yeah he he needs to start with one industry we also started with one industry and then diverted so because if you run around for everything at a given point of time you do not have a base point number 1 point number 2 you need a clientele also once you have a clientele only then you can look at expansion or uh, reaching out to more potential but unless and until you don't have a clientele you cannot look at this so new entrepreneurs looking to do such type of uh, business multi platform oriented they should always start with a single uh, vertical give a good shot create a goodwill be steady for at least 2 to 3 years and eventually after 3 years parallelly look for options and expansion so yeah i mean um, okay. you have anything to ask that's uh, yeah. uh yeah okay so basically uh, what you're trying to say is that uh, for a person trying to enter this market you should first establish this base like you should first um like put his efforts into one market and then when he's like fully like when he has fully established himself then he should like um jump on into other markets like for the first two for the first two three years he should be stable he should have a stable source of income that's what that's the advice that you're trying to give right like yeah uh i'm sorry actually i was distracted with the phone 
Uh, yeah. I had a call. So, if yes. you could uh, repeat your question. Yeah. So, I was trying to just uh, summarize what you said that um, for a person who's trying to enter this market, he should firstly like establish his base. That is, he should uh, he should like um first put his efforts into like one business, and then after two three years when he has a stable source of income, he should then um, try to establish his business or his company. Uh, yeah, he should look at expansion then thereafter. Yeah. Correct. Absolutely. Um, okay, so I think we can like conclude. Seven, the the answer was simple. If you see even logically, yeah. you run for MBA or doctorate or B firm, blah blah blah. For that, you should have a base. Yeah, base is So, so that's that's my answer. Yeah. Three years is your baseline. Yeah, but select a baseline, something near, near around about what you are looking to do, and yeah. contending. Let's say it should not be something odd, uh, which will never uh, match what you are looking yeah. at. Um. So I think we're done with our questions. Um. We try to keep this a short interview because in the uh, previous two episodes we like went over time and it was a bit of a ruckus. Um. Yep. So thanks. Um, yeah. Mr. Ketan for joining yeah, us. Thanks a lot for yeah. And so, I'll just like pause the recording now. I appreciate. Thank you. Take care and bye-bye. Yeah. Bye-bye.